Hey everyone and welcome to Tea Time with Austin. This is a podcast where we will discuss things going on in the pop culture and entertainment world. We will divulge into some of the most juiciest gossip and I will give you my take on everything in between. So grab your teacups and let's start sipping. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Tea Time with Austin. I am your host, Austin, and let's get started with some of these juicy topics. Well, one real juicy topic that's on everybody's mind is the August Alcina and Jada Pickett Smith affair, friendship, whatever they want to call it, or whatever they want to call it, but what we think and know it is. So last week, um, August Alcina sat down with Angela Yee of The Breakfast Club, where he got candid about his health, his family, and most importantly enough, he got candid about his relationship with Jada Pickett Smith. So what? So um, for those of you who don't know, Jada Pickett Smith and August Alcina met in 2005 through Jada's son, Jaden. And basically, August helped, I mean, Jada helped August through his drug abuse um, situation when he was addicted to Percocets. And so they've been friends ever since. But um, I, I think last year they had a song, well, August had a song out that he wrote that alleged to the affair between them two. Basically, the song was called Nunya and basically alluding to the fact that it's none of your business what's going on. But but the song basically talked about his his affair and his he loved a certain woman that he was in love with and all this different kind of stuff. And um, it was a text me- in, in the video of um, the song Nunya, there was a text message between August and this girl whose name in the in the text message was was um labeled as Corin. For those of you who don't know, Corin is Jada Pickett Smith's middle name. But August Alcina has went on to deny that the song is about um Jada Pickett. But why would you have her nick her middle name, nickname or whatever in the song or in the video if it's not about her? So um, like I said, they met through um th- in 2005 through Jaden Smith, and I think that he fell in love with Jaden when he was helping when she was helping him through his addiction. They became real close. They got um friendly. They got too friendly. So I think like they were just um friends, and then he, she's. I think Jada seen it as being friendships, and um August just thought of it as another level. Like oh, I, this 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 fine woman or however you want to put it, Jada was helping him. So he just was infatuated with the woman, I believe. He talked about how um, he was real open with Jada. And I think that he fell in love with her because it was a deep love. Like he, he said he could never be open with anybody like that. And he's never been in love. Like he's been in love. Like he was like the love that he had with Jada. Um, So you, so when you never know when you be in love with or what, or what love felt like. August talked about how he has not loved anyone. or So, uh, so when someone shows you attention, like Jada showed him attention, he um, is going to eventually fall in love with them. Now, we all have heard rumors about Jada and Will and their open marriage, and is Jada this way, is um, Will this way, and stuff. So it kind of confused me when they said that Will gave his, well, it didn't really confuse me. It kind of like put a pause in the situation. Like this is real because August said Jay, that Will gave him his blessing to have an affair or do whatever, or be friends or be close with Jay, with Jada. 
But now Jada is going on to deny it. And um, <laughs> as we know, she would deny it because if you're, if you're with this high profile family, the, the, the black power family or the, um, this big uh, black family, black love type family like this, they don't want their business out. And so for August to put their business out like that, of course she's going to deny it. And of course everybody's going to deny it to make them look good. But in my heart of hearts, I don't think August was lying. I think they had something going on and August felt some type of way. And then he wanted to um, express it, tell it. Just like he said, he told um, everybody in the Smith Pickett Smith camp what was going on. He told him that he was going to tell nothing but his truth. So I guess he told his truth and nobody was believed that he was going to tell it until he told it. So um, we all, so we know they have an open marriage, but for him to give their blessing, for him to give the blessing, that's just, <laughs> that just put the icing on the cake that August is telling the truth. Um, so now we, so now we all have to look at the Smith side eye and think like, what is really going on in that Smith household? Your, your daughter's whipping her head back and forth, shaving her head. First of all, can we pause for a minute? I don't understand why Willow is at the red table. Like, why is she one of the hosts of the Red Table? I mean, I get it's about three women expressing themselves and talking to themselves and talking with other people, but I just feel like Willow needs to be in her own lane. Like, maybe the mom and Jada should be a part of the Red Table talk, just the host, but that's that's neither here nor there. So they got Willow, who, who whips her hair back and forth, and then you got um, Jaden, who... I don't know. what's I don't know what's going on with Jaden. The only... The only part of the Will Smith family that I see normal is the oldest son, Trey. You don't really see him. He's under the radar. He's not out here acting eccentric, um, different, and all different kind of stuff. I'm all for differences, but come on now. The Will Smith family is just different all over. And y'all know they said they're Scientologists, but that's not my business. So um, <laughs> so anyway, Jadis. Um, released a text that said, uh, released a tweet that says she's going to bring herself to the red table so she can talk about what happened. So now, is it going to be Jada just sitting there in a monologue telling us what happened since she's the host of the red table? Or can we get somebody to um, to talk to her or to ask her questions? I mean, I don't want to buy like her mom or her daughter or Will or Jada nobody. I want somebody that's going to ask her the hard-hitting questions like I don't know, like somebody that's not going to skirt around the issue, somebody that's going to get her to, to tell the truth. So, so what what do y'all think? Do y'all think August is telling the truth? Do y'all think Jade is telling the truth? Do y'all think this is a stunt on both parts? Do y'all think August is trying to sell an album? Y'all think Jade is trying to um, promote herself? I don't know. How do y'all feel about this? I don't think this is a good. I I don't think this is a good situation either way you put it because they're going. Pin it as August being the bad guy and telling all their business and telling lies. But then also we're going to be still looking at them like, is August telling the truth on some of these occasions? And then y'all also know the whole story about Will and Dwayne Martin, but I'm going to let Tisha Campbell tell that story. So anyway, <laughs> moving right along. So I promised myself when I started this podcast, I would never mention a couple of people's names or never talk about these people because they get talked about enough. And that is the Kanye West and the Kardashians. But I got to talk about it, y'all, because Kanye West has lost his mind. Like, can somebody help him find his mind, please? 
So, Kanye West has announced that he is running for president of the United States. And he is not running for the Democrat Party. He is not running for the Republican Party. But he is running for, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. He is running for the birthday party. Now, <laughs> this man has issues. Like, really, one minute he's, one minute is, um, um, President Bush doesn't like black people. The next minute is um, black people are the problem. Next minute, he's running for the birthday party. So he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. So what is going on in this boy's mind and think, oh, I'm going to run for president. Uh, well, I mean, we have an idiot in the White House, so why not let him um, run for president? But I don't, um, like somebody said, we got one circus in the White House we're trying to get out. We don't want the Universal Soul Circus in the White House. <laughs> but anyway, on another note, I think Kanye West has lost his mind ever since, and Lord forgive me for saying this, but I think he's he's really lost his mind ever since um, his mom, Donda West, passed away because he hasn't been right ever since. I can't, but I can't fathom how serious this election is and we're playing around with it. Like, come on, y'all. He's trying to he's trying to get our eye off the prize. We need Biden in the White House. Now, you can vote who you want to vote for, but vote the right way. That's all I'm saying. But Kanye West, come on now. He's just trying to take the way the votes away from Biden. And can you imagine somebody like Kim Kardashian in the White House? Mm-mm. Nope, I don't want to see it. But first, can we the the first thing if if Kanye West even has a possibility, the first thing we need to do is go back to our accounts and show these videos of Kim Kardashian and Kanye and and Ray J. Is that what you want your first lady to look like, Kim Kim Kardashian and Ray J? Is that what your first is that what you want your first lady to look like? I mean, we already have one um bad seed first lady. We don't need another one. So let's just vote the right way, people. Listen, black people vote the right way. He wants us to take our eye off the prize. Because besides, you can't take him seriously if he's voting to be a the birthday party. That just annoys me. That annoys me. The birthday party. It's funny, but it's also sad. The birthday party. So y'all just just go out there and vote. I mean, vote and take it seriously. Like your life depended on it. So last week we mentioned Beyonce, like I always am going to mention Beyonce in this podcast, like it, love it, hate it, whatever. But anyway, we mentioned Beyonce and her partnership with Disney to create content. Well, Disney is back again with another partnership and this time they are with Colin Kaepernick. So the word is that Disney has signed a deal with Colin Kaepernick to create stories that deals with and explores the races injustices and the world and equality in the world this is a big deal because disney has clearly shown where they are where they stand with on the issues and they are bringing black voices into the room i'm glad i'm proud I'm, i can applaud disney for bringing people like colin and beyonce in the room to help create but can we bring some like creative like ordinary people like somebody from that just got out of film school like a black create like a black Somebody black that just got out or somebody that black that can create. I love the fact that Beyonce and Colin are creating stuff and helping create stuff. But can we get like more creators in the room? Like, can we get like some black writers, people that actually write, some black TV hosts, people that actually host, some black actors, people that actually act 
and can actually write, act, direct, all the different kind of stuff. So yeah, so I think that that's a great idea for Colin to get some creative stuff online. And I think they're doing a, a um, TV show or some kind of show about his life growing up playing football, which is good to get to see how he was raised. I love a good biopic, y'all. Don't y'all just love a good biopic? And I'm waiting for the Aretha Franklin biopic to come out. That's going to be what I'm going to be looking forward to at the end of the year. Also on the Disney front, did anybody check out Hamilton? Now, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a huge fan of plays, musicals, dramas, all kind of stuff on the stage. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've been waiting to see Hamilton ever since it came out. And I figured I would never see it since this. I would never see it because I'm not going to New York anytime soon. And plus, the I think the play has just had ended before this pandemic. And I think the original actors that I wanted to see in it was not on the Broadway. I mean, was not in the last run when it was on Broadway. But Disney dropped the Hamilton musical, the Broadway Ham, the Broadway musical Hamilton on their Disney Plus platform. And let me tell you, I have watched it four times already. And I've loved every bit of it, from the hip-hop-infused music to their storyline. I loved it. I love, I don't want to give away so much of it because I know some people haven't seen it, but I'm just going to say, go check it out. If you like music, you like hip-hop, it's not your typical musical that you see on, that you see in everyday life. No, this, and it's not, people going to get mad because, oh, they say, Oh, these characters that they're portraying are not black. They're not this. They're not that. But I love to see differences in theater. I love people to. I love to see people step outside of their characters, or the the normal character in a play. Like, for instance, somebody somebody of color playing somebody not of color. I mean, it's just the the play is really great, and they have great songs. I love the song. That somebody said that they they can tell it is heavily infused with Beyonce, um, music and stuff. I mean, I love it. It's it's great. I love all the songs. I don't know. I haven't learned all the songs yet, but it's pretty good. I hope they start bringing more musicals back on the broad and Broadway productions back and putting them on streaming platforms. Cause I'm tired of watching the same old Medea plays. Um, I love a good Medea play, but I'm tired of watching those. We can watch something else. I love Disney, and I. Maybe we can bring like the Disney Broadway play, like The Little Mermaid was Broadway, Tarzan was Broadway, The Lion King was Broadway. We could put them on Disney Plus. So since we can't go to the theater, it's great to move. It's a great move to bring the theater to us on these platforms. So yeah, check out Hamilton if you haven't already seen it. Ladies and gentlemen, have you guys seen Tiffany Haddish's recent live video? Honey, listen, let me tell you. <laughs> Tiffany Harrison shaved her head live on Instagram Live. And she went from, from having hair to a bald-headed scallywag. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't deal with it. I don't like it at all. Some people love... Some people can do the big chop. I'm just going to... I'm a, I have a love. I love people who do the the natural thing, chop curls, all kind of stuff. Whatever you do to your hair, that's your hair. I love it. But some people just need to leave their hair alone. And Tiffany Hash was one of them. I did not like it. She looked like an old grandma. Um, 
she needs to leave her hair alone. She don't, she's doing a natural thing. I like, I understand that you're doing a natural thing, black power, all that different kind of stuff. But sometimes it's just best if you leave your hair alone or leave well enough alone, actually. So yeah, she won't, I mean, and it's not going to be like we, we see it all the time. She's going to have her hair cut, have her hair styled differently for movies like with wigs and stuff like that. But just the fact that she did that, I didn't like it. And the the pictures I was seeing recently, uh-uh, it was not a good move. Um, I don't know what she was trying to do or prove or have a point of. I did not like it. I hated that, to be honest. So last week it was reported um, that actress Monique was joining the Housewives of Atlanta in an attempt to take over the role of Nene Leakes or the, the space for Nene Leakes, who still is in contract negotiations. Now, first of all, before we could, the story could even get off the ground and start rolling and stuff, um, Monique came on her live and and said that she was not going to be taking over Nene Leakes' spot she um respects the women of the housewives franchise and she will not be joining that franchise in no time soon which i mean it's a good idea because i couldn't see monique on that type of show anyway i see monique on i don't know like a show like um about her personal life not with the, a bunch of women just her if she was going that route but i think a my opinions i think a Who's asking for Monique to be on the show anyway? Nobody. <laughs> I don't know where Monique's name came from. Like it's been a bunch of things I could pick up before I picked Monique's name. Um, and also, can the show go on with Nene? Can the show go on without Nene, or does Nene need to be on the show? I understand she made some um made history on the show, but can we can we work without Nene? Is there somebody else who's um bigger or who has a bigger personality more than any like i think we should get somebody new on the show that can um bring bring the um drama just like nini did but be like new somebody that's new money somebody that's just young like portia she was young had new money and now look at her now she's one of the fan favorites i don't care what nini says portia is one of the fan favorites but as much as we didn't like her like Nene last season, can we go on without Nene? Can the show go on without Nene? I don't know if it's possible, but we can try. I, I think we need a big name, like I said, a big name or a big personality who can be on the show. Like I would, I would love to see somebody like Vivica Fox on the show. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. But should we replace Nene? I don't know. So, um, yeah. But what y'all think? Do y'all think Portia? Um, do you think Portia, Candy, um, Cynthia, um, Kenya, those girls, y'all think they can carry the show on? Of course, we got to replace Eva because she's quit the show before she could get fired. So should, <laughs> so should we bring somebody else on the show? I don't know, maybe. And so last night, well, not last night, this morning when I woke up, there was a alert on my phone from the from the entertainment news and stuff like that, that people are look that they are looking for 33 year old actress Naya Rivera, who used to play on Glee because she has gone missing. And um, she went on a, a boat on a lake with her son, her four year old son. And then they found the four year old son who was alive and well, but they didn't find Naya Rivera. So 
that's sad. Like, it seems like everybody, something, and something is happening to everybody on Glee. Like, you know, the three boys that died, and then, no, with the three or two, the two boys that died and committed suicide, and then um, Leah Michelle, don't, don't nobody like her now. So it's just like something's going on with this cast, and I won't say they curse, but let's just find Naya Rivera and see what she's at. Like, let's just not hope she's dead. Like, I come on, y'all. Let's we can't be losing our people out here anymore. So yeah, that's that's all my topics I have for today. But as part of my as part of the new segment on my show, I like to shine a light on creators. I'm not gonna do it every episode, but every so often I'm gonna shine light on creators. And so this week, I like to shine a light on this creator who also is a friend of mine. I w- I've been wanting to do this because during this COVID times, we don't have nothing but time to create. And the people that I've known and this person that I've known has been really creating, 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 creating. So at this time, I would like to put a spotlight on my friend Sydney. Sydney listens to the show. She gives me feedback and she talks to me. She helps me with topics and stuff like that and she gave she actually for those of you who don't know and for she who really doesn't know this she actually gave me um a push when i said i wanted to do this she was like go ahead and do that so sydney i met her in college and her instagram handle is books by sydney so sydney is a um a college friend of mine and i met her and instantly i fell in love with her like her sassiness her funniness she her keep it real attitude her supporting my idea like i said when i was start wanting to do this podcast and i i want to write a book back in the day and she um said go ahead you can do it all this different kind of stuff so she's always been supportive and i've always supported her supported her by buying her books so like i said sydney is an author she's wrote several books that are available on amazon she has written books called gold-plated pieces cuffing this is Love, Break Me Off, and her new book, which I have yet to get, but I'm going to get it, is called The Preacher's Wives, Roger's Second Act. And basically, it's about a woman who takes her life into her own hands and lives her life for herself. Sydney is the author that you need to listen to because she tells stories that are relevant today and that are relevant in the Black community that like people need to hear. She tells a story that people can relate to, especially people of color. So y'all check out her books if you are in the mood to read a good book and support our Black creators, especially in these pandemic times, like I said, because they are all, because all we have is creators right now since nobody's doing nothing major and going back to work no time soon. So yeah, sound like on my friend Sydney. Again, follow her Instagram. It is Books by Sydney. On Instagram again is Books by Sydney, and check out some of her books on Amazon. Go play the pieces, like I said, Cuffing, This Is Love, Break Me Off, and her newest book, Roger's Second Act. So, in closing, my closing thought is I always do a quote. Y'all know that, so let's just get into it. A winner is a dreamer who never gives up. So, y'all, that means don't give up on your dream, no matter how old, no matter how young, no matter what your um, obstacles in life is, don't give up on your dream. Go out there and be great. Do something great today. And also, please, 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 if you can't do nothing great, do something. you can do something great by wearing your mask, <laughs> using hand sanitizer, um, staying six feet away, try not to go nowhere unless you really have to. Like, 
I'm tired of seeing these Atlanta people in groups and parties and birthday parties and um um clubs and stuff at the pool and stuff like stay home like y'all ain't i'm shaking my head right now y'all are not helping the problem y'all are, i mean y'all are not helping us go back to normal y'all are helping us stay out um in this abnormality so please 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 wear your mask use your sanitizer and go out and be responsible but create 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 Thank you, guys, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. Bye. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to Tea Time with Austin, and I hope you enjoyed everything. Follow me on my Instagram at Tea Time with Austin, and I will see you next time for more juicy tea. Bye.